Hello, family and friends. I'm honored to have my youngest daughter, Shelby, with me today, and she's going to talk about answered prayer. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful that you are a God that answers prayer. Our prayers just don't go to the ceiling and bounce back. If we have a relationship with you and a true heart for you, we know that you hear our prayers, and you don't just hear them, you answer them. So thank you, Father, for being a prayer answer in God, and we come today ready to learn more about answered prayer. And thank you for helping the people out there. In the precious name of Jesus, amen. Well, Shelby, thank you for being on with me today. You are a great blessing in my life, and I'm so thankful. And I'm going to turn it over to you. Thanks for having me, Dad. Listeners, do you ever feel like your prayers aren't being answered? Have you ever prayed and felt like you're not hearing any response back from the Lord? Prayer is a vital part of our walk with God. He created us to fellowship with Him, and prayer is one way we can commune with God the Father. We can boldly approach the throne room and speak to the King of Kings. The Bible tells us in both the Old and New Testament how to pray and how to receive from God. God is a loving Father, and He wants us to come to Him, not just when we need something, but on a daily basis. He wants regular fellowship with us, and He wants us to pray throughout our day. With that being said, let's begin in 2 Corinthians 1, verse 20. It says, For all the promises of God in him are yes and in him amen to the glory of God through us. Now he who establishes us with you in Christ and has anointed us in God, who has sealed us and given us the Spirit in our hearts as a guarantee. I want to focus in on verse 20 that says, For all the promises of God in him are yes and in him amen. God's will is to answer our prayer. There's no promise that he does not want to give us. He's a loving father and we're his children. And all of his promises are yes and amen. Amen. Our next verse that I'd like to read is in Jeremiah 29, 11 through 13. Verse 11 is very familiar, but I want to read the following two verses as well. Starting in verse 11. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and go and pray to me, and I will listen to you. And you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all of your heart. These verses describe what God thinks about us and what our response to him should be. He yearns for us to pray to him and seek him with all of our hearts, not just part of our hearts. He wants us to as verse 12 says, to call upon him and go and pray to him. And he wants to listen to us, this verse says. And so we just got to search after him with our whole entire heart. Our next verse is in 1 Chronicles 5.20. It says, And they were helped against them, and the Hagrites were delivered into their hand, and all who were with them, for they cried out to God in the battle. He heeded their prayer because they put their trust in him. And repeating the last part of that verse again, it says, For they cried out to God in the battle. He heeded their prayer because they put their trust in him. Trust is a big part of our prayer life. Trust ties directly in with our faith. So God wants us to put all of our trust in him, and he's going to heed our prayers when we do that, just like this verse says. For our next scripture, let's go to the book of Isaiah. Isaiah 59, verse 2. 7 and 8 and 21, I'm going to read. Starting in verse 2. But your iniquities have separated you from your God, 
and your sins have hidden his face from you so that he will not hear. Verse 7, their feet run to evil and they make haste to shed innocent blood. Their thoughts are thoughts of iniquity. Wasting and destruction are in their paths. The way of peace they have not known, and there is no justice in their ways. They have made themselves crooked paths. Whoever takes that way shall not know peace. Verse 21. As for me, says the Lord, this is my covenant with them, my spirit who is upon you, and my words in which I have put in your mouth shall not depart from your mouth, nor from the mouth of your descendants, nor from the mouth of your descendants' descendants, says the Lord, from this time and forevermore. So going back to that first verse, verse 2, it says, But your iniquities have separated you from your God, and your sins have hidden his face from you so that he will not hear. Sin separates us from God. God the Father is a holy, holy God. And if we want our prayers to be answered, we need to seek first his face and to live righteous lives. Now, sometimes we're going to mess up and we're going to make mistakes, of course, but then we need to repent and turn away from sin, not keep playing with it. It's like playing with fire when we think we can get away with a little sin. So we need to turn away from sin and separate ourselves unto God. God calls us to be separate. So living a holy life is a big part of answered prayer. Amen. And then in our next scripture is Psalms 10, 17. It says, Lord, you have heard the desire of the humble. You will prepare their heart. You will cause your ear to hear. I'm going to read that one more time. Lord, you have heard the desire of the humble. You will prepare their heart. You will cause your ear to hear. So it's very important for us to be humble. Humility is a, a big thing to God, not just only in our prayer life, but throughout our, our entire Christian walk, God wants us to be humble. The Bible warns us that pride comes before destruction. We need to exalt God, not ourselves. We need to put God first. And again, we need to humble ourselves and just keep God number one in our lives, not our own desires, because it works out a lot better when we, we stick with God. And for our last scripture of the day, I'm going to read Isaiah 30, verses 18 through 19. It says, Therefore the Lord will wait, that he may be gracious to you, and therefore he will be exalted, that he may have mercy on you. For the Lord is a God of justice. Blessed are all those who wait for him. For the people shall dwell in Zion at Jerusalem. You shall weep no more. He will be very gracious to you at the sound of your cry. When he hears it, he will answer you. Again, verse 18 talks about how the Lord will wait that he may be gracious to us. And then it skips down and it says, Blessed are those who wait for him. And then further down in the verse it says, He will be very gracious to you at the sound of your cry. When he hears it, he will answer to you. So a couple of things stood out to me on this verse. Isaiah says that we are to wait on the Lord and put all of our trust in him. God's timing is very different than our own timing. We need to be patient and seek first his face. Sometimes this is something that I personally struggle with is patience, but God doesn't want us to give up on our prayers. We, we have to be persistent. Our pastor talked this morning about praying for others and seeking intercession for other people and not just focusing on ourselves. And so it's really important in prayer that we're persistent, that we don't give up, and we're patient and we wait on God's timing and not try to rush it and do it our own way. 
God wants to bless us and answer our prayers. Isaiah says that he will be very gracious to us, so we need to wait on him and watch him work. Amen. You know, Shelby, two things you said that went off in my spirit especially was trust and humility. I just recently talked to someone that said that they don't believe in the devil. You know, humility and trust are a big part of people, and they get their opinions involved in the devil is as real as anything, and God warns us about the devil, but yet this person is going to allow themselves to be beat up by somebody they don't even believe in. And it's so important for us to have a hunger for the Word of God in that relationship, and that relationship includes trust and humility. And we have to humble ourselves to learn about God, and we do that through the Bible. And we can't just pick and choose, okay, I like that story, I don't like that story, but uh, humility and trust are a big part of having a relationship, God, and that's what prayer really is. So thank you so much for being on, Shelby. If you would, close us in prayer. Let's pray. Father God, thank you so much for this time we've had to talk about prayer. Father, you created us for fellowship. You want us to to talk with you and to come to you, pray for others, to pray for ourselves, and to pray to seek first your face and and your righteousness and your way of doing things. So help us, Father, to daily spend time in prayer, to seek your face, and to just really chase after the kingdom of God because that's, that's what our goal should be is that when Jesus comes back, he finds us doing your work and that we're seeking you and putting you first in our lives. So help us to do that and thank you, God that you answer our prayers. Help us to pray in faith and to pray according to your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much, Shelby, for being on with me. It's always a great blessing to have you. And if you want to reach our ministry, you can do so at 812-449-8147 or at celebratejesusministry at gmail.com. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember... Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.